0: Hey, Palmetto Shores. Today, we're going to be in John 12, verses 20 to 36. And at this point now in Scripture, uh, Jesus is in Jerusalem for the Passover, uh, despite the Jewish leaders' threats to have him killed, um, as we've seen in the previous verses. Um, so let's just go ahead and read, and uh, we'll jump right in. So it says in 12, verse 20, Now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will there, will my, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from this earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? So Jesus said to them, the light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become the sons of light. We see right off here something interesting, that Greeks were coming to worship at the feast, and it wouldn't have been too out of the ordinary for a Greek to convert to Judaism and participate in the Jewish celebration, says, uh, the same way we see uh, non-believers convert to uh, Christianity. Um, uh, but for these G, uh these Greek convert converts, uh, there's a designated place for them at the temple of worship, and so, uh they could come to the worship to the temple to worship during these festivals. But they had a, a designated area for them to go, as they weren't Jewish by heritage. And Jesus finally says, here in this passage, that it, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified, and we had previously heard Jesus say. Uh, that the hour had not yet come, earlier in the book a few times, and uh, according to Jesus now, it has. And he uses this metaphor of a grain of wheat dying, using this imagery, um, again, that one must die in order to be fruitful and rise again. And uh, that is that we die to ourself and live for Jesus. And it's kind of countercultural as well to think, of what hating your life means in verse 25 when he says this. That, uh, but the way he summarizes it in verse 26 is helpful for, for anyone to understand, for the Jew or the Greek, in that we must slay our own lives down and serve Jesus. And Jesus is offering this exclusive inclusivity approach, uh, which includes uh, those Greeks that did come to see him. <clears throat> and we can think forward to uh, what Paul says in Romans chapter 1, when he says, uh, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God for salvation to anyone who believes, to the the Jew first and also to the Greek. And also the same author John writes in Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, it says, After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude, that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, And crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And so I'm trying to get across here is that salvation comes from God and salvation is open to all people who trust in Jesus. And this truth is really what carries us through this passage and through the book uh, itself. And that Jesus is the Messiah that God gave us for a very specific reason to freeing us from the bondage of sin and law so that We may have eternal life in communion with the Father, so long as we put our faith in Jesus as the one who died and rose on our behalf. And towards the end of this passage today, Jesus again foreshadows for us what is to come, that uh, we have the light for now for a little bit, uh, but there will come a day when it will be too late, whether that's when you die or when Jesus comes back. While we can walk in the light of Jesus, we should because the alternative walking in darkness means that We're walking with one who rules this world, Satan, um, as it was uh, mentioned in um, verse 31. And so these first century Jews had the physical Jesus with them. um, And for us today, we have the completed word of God and the Holy Spirit that uh, act as our light today, that there is no excuse for wandering in the darkness as we have God's word and his spirit that can actually live within us. And it's our job to share that light with others as well so that, None can say that they didn't have an opportunity to choose light. And uh, there's still so much more to discuss here, so I'm just going to cut it. And I hope you'll have a a, uh, great discussion, and we'll talk to you next time.